Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. Okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos, and I am really excited because I get to interview another person in Australia. I'm really excited about this. I just, I love having the opportunity to interview people all over the world. And so with that said, today I have with me Melanie Taylor, who is the Chief Energy Officer, which I, I love that title, of her company, Success on Purpose. You can learn more about Melanie and her company, Success on Purpose, at her website, which is Success on Purpose. .net.au. Melanie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jen. Thank you so much. Lovely to be here. Different yeah. days. And, um... <laughs> I know. Yeah. Good morning, first of all. <laughs> this is a great way to kick, down, kick start your day, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Nice early start on a, on a Saturday morning. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Melanie, what I like to do uh, since 2020 is do what I call mental health check-ins. You know, I think 2020 had been an interesting year and I think we need to show a little more empathy and just check in with people. So I thought I'd ask you, Melanie, how are you doing? How have you been holding up since, you know, everything has changed? <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm amazing, actually. I've loved this time. I've loved COVID. I feel like all of my life was in preparation for COVID. Very good in stressful situations with my history as a nurse and I worked mm -hmm. in you know, oncology palliative care So, and all the work I've done on myself, probably about 10 years now, working on my own mindset, mm -hmm. uh, my own emotions, managing my fears, managing my own stress response. So, wow. yeah, there was lots of fear, but I just kept releasing into it and going with it and pivoting. Um, and I, I feel like it fast tracked me 10 years. It got me doing things that I thought, yeah, I'll do that one day. I'd love to be online Yeah. Um, and <laughs> totally online. So now my business is totally online. Wow. Um, it just boomed during COVID. So I'm, you know, I'm really grateful and yeah, and I moved States as well. I'm uh, not States. Um, I moved um, cities. I moved back to my hometown mm -hmm. um, during COVID, which has been absolutely beautiful as well. Wow. Well, uh, I already love your energy and I'm really, and, and I always find that people with um, amazing energy uh, have had a very interesting past. So let's go ahead and backtrack a little bit because you have hinted that you were a nurse and now you are working your business online full time. Um, how did you make that shift almost 10 years ago? What's your, what, what's your story, Melanie? <laughs> yeah, well, I went through my own COVID, I think, back then and didn't know how to handle it. Mm. I was a very, uh, I would say, I'm, I would say I'm a high achiever. I would say back then I was an overachiever. Mm. I was doing very well. I was, I am a very giving person and I love to help people, but I didn't know the missing link, which was learning how to look after myself and learning how to receive. Wow. So back in 2010, which was a wonderful, <laughs> uh, yeah, catalyst in my life for change. I was actually yeah. studying, I was doing a postgrad at Melbourne University mm -hmm. here in Australia, uh, specialising in palliative care. And I was training for a half marathon I was working two jobs, very social and busy, 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 doing, doing, doing. And I was rushing one morning, cutting up my, my lunch uh, for the day, and I cut my finger. 
And then I went off to um, went off to work and just, you know, quickly put a bit of a Band-Aid on and went off to boxing that night because I was training for my half marathon. Oh, wow. uh, and I was, I didn't, and I was rushing, rushing, rushing. I didn't strap up my wrists and I was boxing and I was boxing into these pads with these young guys. So the, the tension was quite, um, quite strong. And as I was boxing away, I felt this little click in my, you know, sort of go in my wrist. Oh, no, thought, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just keep punching away as you do, uh, you know, sit ups and push ups. And anyway, I, I, I ended up breaking my wrist, my scaphoid. Wow. I had a clean break. And I was, you know, very straight. I had university the next two days, compulsory uni, you know, tutes that I had to go to. Uh, and I ended up, long story short, I ended up getting through that time and it was incredibly challenging. And I went through so much stress and I had a massive, you know, mental breakdown. I was just so stressed trying to do everything. And what I learned through that time was I was very good at giving, but I was hopeless at receiving. I really struggled to receive support and I needed support. I had one wrist (laughs) working, one that wasn't, and I had had to study. I still had to get through my my post-grad and everything. And yeah, it wasn't until I had a massive breakdown. I thought I was going to have an aneurysm. I thought my brain was going to blow. Uh, and because I went straight back to work, I went straight back into the office. I was given two weeks off and I said, no, I don't need it. Mm. I'll be fine. I'll just work in the office. So I went into the office and I was incredibly stressed and I had a breakdown. And mm. I remember ringing up mum and I said, mum, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. And she said, thank God, will you come home? Will you let us look after you? I said, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, so then I went home and then um, my beautiful family looked after me. My sister flew back from Cairns. She was up, um, makes me emotional, makes um, me back, uh, moved out, came down for for me to to where I was and was my other hand. So she helped me. So I would dictate and she helped, um, she would talk for me. And what happened in that time was, I ended up ducksing the class. I got first mm. class honours. I won the Order of Malta Award, which was a massive academic achievement. And wow. I was up on the podium receiving this award and with all of, you know, everyone's got their hats on. You're at, you oh know, gosh, the university. Yeah. And then I was sitting there um, looking at everyone and I thought, gee, this is a big deal, I think, you know. <laughs> um, and then, Just a little. <laughs> yeah, it was. And then... I thought, geez, I'm really mean and hard on myself. Look how mm. I got here. Like I just, I'm just such a high overachiever and just forcing through life. And it was in that moment that I made a decision. I was like, geez, I can get, I can do anything in life. And I thought, how about if I achieve in self-love oh, <laughs> rather wow. than self, well, hatred really. I was very hard on myself. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that was like the pivotal moment. And I suppose you sort of put it out there, don't you? And I put something out to the universe and the universe heard me. And then I met my first mentor. I was over in Nepal at the end of that year uh, doing some education with palliative care nurses over there teaching um, Nepalese uh, mm-hmm. um, about, yeah, about palliative care. And I'm, I spent two weeks in a room with one of my dear colleagues and she spoke about this mentor that she'd been seeing um, mm-hmm. and she said how she had limiting beliefs, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. And I said, oh, my God, I said, I've got every one of those, you know, <laughs> limiting beliefs. And so when I got back, um, I started working with this mentor and just really changed my life, allowed me to shift mm. these these limiting beliefs or these fears that I had. And, and then that's what set me on this journey because I thought, I mean, I knew I wasn't happy. I had a lot of anxiety and depression, mm. but I did love my job. I did love nursing. I felt it 
a very um, profound honour, actually, to support people who are dying in their homes. Yeah. Um, but then as I shifted my mindset and things, things started to open up and I was like, do you know what? I learned from my palliative care patients, life is very short. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what, really, I'm, I'm living my life. I'm, 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 but I'm, it's an existing, I'm existing. I'm mm. not really like living it to the fullest. And then, you know, things started to open up. I started to take leaps of faith. Um, and then I went to my first business group and I thought, and then that's when everything opened up. I started to, wow. and now, yeah, it's, it's incredible now. Yeah. So life has done a, you know, well, quite a few 360s and I'm very grateful for, for where I am now and the challenges I've had in life because you need them because when being an entrepreneur, there's no part of it really. It's enjoyable, but there's a lot of it that's not easy. It's very challenging. Yeah. But you've got those past challenges that you can tap into and you go, wow, I've got through that in life. So, you know, <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Become your own cheerleader. Yeah. Well, Melanie, thank you so much for, you know, sharing your story very thoroughly. I want to touch upon um, what you were talking about in, in regards to self-love. And I saw, I was paying attention. You got a little emotional, you know, when your mom said, oh, thank God. Yes. Come home, you know, let us take care of you. And you tell me if, if anyone ever tried to give me um, support or even give me a compliment, compliment, I would always like sort of deflect it. And I think deep down for me, it was because I didn't love myself. And so is that part of the reason like why it, it was so difficult for you to receive help until, of course, you, you like absolutely had no choice but to ask for it? Yeah, well, I, I, I programmed myself at a very early age that I will look after everybody else. Mm. So I had a few other challenges, of course, yeah, um, when I was yeah. younger as a child. And I took on what I, these are the, the work that I do with some, some inner child roles. Yeah. So I was very much the nurse in our family and I was the parent in our family. Mm. So I became the parent of my parents and my family um, and the nurse at a, at a very young age. I made that decision that I, I, I'm going to sort this out. And so I became fiercely independent and then I took on a limiting belief then I'm not worthy of love. Uh. Yeah. which really served me because then I could look after everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so that was my that was my normal was just looking after everybody else. So then when the time came that I had to be looked after, yeah. I didn't know how to do it. I was yeah. like, well, how do you do this? How do you receive love? How do you receive support? That's what I do for everyone else. I look after everyone. How do I, you know, so there was a lot of fear there for me because it was my brain was so programmed that it's safe to look after people it's yeah. not safe to be looked after. Yeah. In a way, it's almost as if you sought validation in being there for other people. You like, oh, I'm, I'm worthy because I can give this to people because I have that intuitive, intuitiveness to know when to help someone else. But to flip that around and receive that, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's just you know, all of a sudden it's just it just kind of takes you aback. You're like, wait, what? Me? Like not me, you know, I I can only imagine like how difficult it is to mentally even process that. So, you know, 10 years of doing this inner work for yourself, I'm sure it wasn't easy. Um, But obviously, we're here today, you know, to have this conversation, because you've done all all that hard work. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't easy. I think things got worse before they got better. (laughs) Because um, all of those suppressed and repressed emotions actually came to the surface. Mm -hmm. And what you do is then you create chaos in your life. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And chaos is actually a good thing because then you can look at what's going on. It's like the Wizard of Oz. It's like Mm -hmm. Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, you know, the tornado. That's, you know, an analogy for our life. And then you see that chaos going on, that tornado, and then you start to look at things and you go, okay, that doesn't serve anymore. That doesn't serve anymore. That doesn't serve anymore. It allows you to change your life. So I had a lot of, yeah, a lot of chaos came up, a lot of uh, challenges, but it had allowed me to dig deep and find the truth of me and and learn to love myself because I judge myself so harshly. You know, we want to be like everyone else. We want to fit in. and, And then when you step into this entrepreneurial space, all you want is to be different. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be unique. <laughs> but your brain's like, no, no, we've got to be the same as everybody else. So you go through that. A bit of a war, actually, with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, speaking of which, Melanie, let's go ahead and transition to your company now, Success on Purpose. I know that you have um, an 11-step process program that you offer. Uh, tell us about your company and um, who can most benefit from working with you. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Well, I suppose I've probably just explained it perfectly. They're people that are high achievers, um, slipping into the overachieving mode as well, um, because then you're you're based in fear. You're in that in that stress response. So yeah, my nice. business is very much about supporting those carers, those nurses, mm-hmm. um, and those parents, and also what I call the hero child. So that the trophy child. So they're they're high achievers, but learning to access that space of love mm-hmm. uh, and access what's called the parasympathetic sympathetic nervous system so my practice my work is very um, I'm very science-based yet spiritual Mm. so I I blend the two together with my background I suppose science so um, it works for the left brainers the right brainers so that you understand um, because I didn't understand really when I'm honest I was like well why do you love yourself I didn't know. I was like, I don't understand why you love yourself. I was, I was brought up in the country as well and mm. very and I had Catholic background and you just talked to give, give, give. And I was like, right. why? I don't understand why you love yourself. Like, and then it's almost, it's almost a selfish life. act to say that you love yourself too. Like, and I, yes. I, I can definitely relate because, um, you know, my family has a Catholic background as well. Not that I practice it anymore, but yeah, just kind of, I think they call it like Catholic guilt. You know, it's like, you have to be there for others and be a certain way, but to focus on yourself is very almost very selfish and self-centered and everything. So I just wanted to add that in there and, and how I can definitely understand what you're saying. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, yeah, it sort of gets indoctrinated, isn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm all about uh, teaching people how to access the parasympathetic nervous system. So mostly I do work with entrepreneurs because they're just, they're ready. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they love personal development and, you know, I, I yeah. feel like, in supporting them, they can support so many other people. So I work a lot with coaches, you know, different Mm -hmm. coaches. I support them and to become, to step up and be the leader. And what we do first in that 11-step process is we release the fear first Mm. is we really need to, you know, love our fear, (laughs) love our shame. (laughs) love our guilt we need to bring all and love our limiting beliefs we bring them all to the surface so we can love them forward and then we start to reprogram Mm -hmm. the brain so they're called neuronets 
Mm. So we have, you know, these inner child, these challenges in life we take on, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. So what we do is we identify when we took on that neuro net and then we change and we send love and we have gratitude for that. What did I learn from that? All these skills and strengths. And then what we do is then we create a new neuro net in the brain, which is I am good enough. Mm. And then the brain says, the subconscious mind says, I must be right and keep you safe. So I will bring more I am good enough to you. Mm -hmm. So life starts to, it starts to become easy. You start And your energy starts to raise. Yeah. Um, and then it's like you put receptors out there and persons, places, times and events start to line up. Mm -hmm. Of course, that is challenging because our comfort zone has been I'm not good enough for such a long time. So that's my role is in that accountability and supporting and I give what's called fun work. So um, so it's very simple, but it's things like deep breathing every day and mirror work and gratitude and so acts of self-love. So you really build this neuro net, this new I am good enough. And then that becomes your new normal. So it's all about being addicted to love. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to teach our brain because it's actually um, it's more invested and addicted to fear because it gets a massive chemical wow. stimulus from it. Yeah. So we just have to rewire. That's what I do. I help people yeah. rewire, <laughs> rewire their brain. Yeah. It, what I love the most about what you're teaching, Melanie, is um, you're showing people that they already have the tools within themselves you know, to practice self-love and really own who they are, you know, and, and yeah, just own it and run with it. And, you know, you, you didn't mention anything, you didn't mention meds, you didn't mention like, you know, things that they should buy, like physical things. It's more like, Hey, it's already in you. Um, let me just give you the right questions to ask yourself or the right, you know, exercises to, you know, do for yourself, um, and, and hone it in, in that way. And so I, I absolutely love that. It, it reminds me of, you know, the, just the own inner work that you did for the last, decade yeah well I think that all of my challenges have been my greatest gift mm. because everyone that comes to me is the is my past self yeah, yeah. so they'll say and I'll say oh Mal oh I'll have to tell you this but you've never heard this before or you know people think you know things are bad in their life or they judge themselves and I'm like oh that's nothing mm -hmm. <laughs> you know they're like, oh, I'm really hard on myself. But I'm like, that's nothing. And so I'm supporting. And because of their challenges and what they've been through, I just know I can help them. Yeah. And, I, and so all of a sudden they go, oh, wow. And they tell me about their life and, you know, challenges. And I'm like, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got, you know, shame and you know, I push myself and I'm like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> so I'm able to like just re shift everything. And they go, okay, so that's been good in my life. Mm -hmm. And all of these, what I call healing angels. So we have people in our life that really challenge us. Mm -hmm. um, my dad was been, was been my greatest gift. Mm -hmm. And because if they don't challenge us, then we don't find ourselves. We don't find that light and that, and that love within. So yeah. it's just, it's, I just allow people to have a different perception on life and find all those pieces. Like it's all like a, a puzzle and the pieces are all a bit scattered. <laughs> but then we bring them all together so their life makes sense and they have so much more meaning and, and then gratitude for, for, for their life and then can, of course, then step into being in service and, and, and helping others. But the most important thing is you must be in service of yourself first. Yeah. And that's the lesson I had to learn. And I reprogrammed selfish to selfish with a capital S. Uh -huh. um, selfish actually means to be more like self. That's the true meaning of wow. the word. So wow. what we say in, yeah, in metaphysics is it's been bastardised. <laughs> <laughs> so it got, you know, over the years. But so with a higher, a, a big S, a capital mm -hmm. S, it means to be in service of your higher self. 
Mm, wow. I, I think that's amazing. And I never had anyone explain selfish or define selfish in that way. Um, it sounds less, you know, what everyone else has said, <laughs> what selfish really is self-centered, you know, like what have you. Um, and I just really love your talk on, you know, get addicted to love, like get addicted to like love and, um, and, you know, and I appreciate that you can talk about it from a scientific and a spiritual standpoint, because, um, you know, I think it's very easy. Like you said, it's very easy for us to uh, fall into fear because like we tend to be more stimulated in that way. Uh, jokingly enough, it reminds me of my husband who's always like afraid of getting in trouble. Like that's always like where his mind goes. He's like, I just don't want to get in trouble. And it's like, well, can you like focus on something else? Like, can you want to be something else other than like not want to get in trouble? And so that's what that reminds me of when you say like, we're sort of geared and conditioned to, you know, fall into being fearful than anything else. Yeah, well, the brain still lives in the past. Mm. So your husband will take actions to, to, to change that way, but the brain's going, oh, no, 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 it didn't work out well last time, so I'm going to protect you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's how it works. So that's why we have to go back and just clean that up so that yeah. then it feels safe because otherwise the brain says, no, no, it's not safe. You will get right. into trouble. Didn't work out well last time. Right. So it's, actually, it's always in protection of us. It's actually loving us. Wow. So it's just understanding what it's what it's all about so that then we can allow it to work for us. And, yeah, and absolutely. Oh, mm. that's, a, that's incredible, Melanie. It's a great way to, it's another way to sort of reframe like how you look at your fear or how you look at um, past is like, oh, that's just your brain trying to protect you and remind you what you went through. Because, you know, by human nature, like our human being body wants us to survive. And so part of that is maybe putting a little self-doubt in our head <laughs> and saying, maybe you shouldn't do that because remember A, B, and C. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but again, I, I absolutely I love that, Melanie. Um, just so I, I want to make sure that I have covered all my bases before we wrap up. But uh, do you, is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about success on purpose? Um, well, yeah, it's just all about, so my why is to prevent uh, and cure disease underneath everything else is yeah. prevent because um, had I not broken my wrist, I don't think I'd be here today because I yeah. would have I feel like I would have got cancer or something because I was really my body was really stressed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so success on purpose is all about um, identifying what success means to you. Mm -hmm. um, because we're so programmed, it's about I don't know having a big booming business or more money or more right. properties or all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, when you're really in touch with what success means to you, then you cannot not be successful. Right. Um, so success for me is is love, is self love and joy. That's mm -hmm. what gets me out of bed every morning, and that's why I feel so much energy. You know, and that's why I'm the chief energy officer because I have so much joy that comes from within. Yeah. Um, and so when you you know, and I was always I was told actually very early on that you can't make mark you can't make money from your passion mm. and I'm totally the opposite of that I have right right business and yeah. it's just me showing up every day just mm -hmm. doing what I do being who I am and loving what I am so that's who what success on purpose is all about and knowing you can change your reality yeah nothing yeah. is big I was taught that your brain that's it you know I came from very western medicine um, and, but no, it's not true. You can change your brain. You can change your life. You can change your reality. And if you've got dreams sitting on your heart, they're there for a reason mm. because you can have them. Melanie, you're so inspiring. Like you just make me want to get up and do something. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> and, and the lot, you know, one, one more thing before we wrap up, and this is really more so for our listeners who uh, want to gain more skills or, or inspiration in running their business. So you have been working your business full time for the last three years. So congratulations, first and foremost, for that. Um, what is the what is your secret? What What is the secret to have having a full time business for the last three years that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, well, the secret is doing it, learning to do it for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I, I'm always, because we go so much into, so I just want to help the world, but you've just got to help yourself. Yeah. And so my success comes from honouring myself more, filling myself up more. So getting up at 5 a.m. this morning was, was no big deal because I do that every day. But I do, I have a two and a half hour ritual in the morning mm-hmm. of filling myself up. Mm-hmm. So getting into that parasympathetic nervous system and then things at the end of the day and then things throughout the day. So I'm constantly just rejuvenating, rejuvenating myself. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's redefining what that selfish is because we tend to, when I, I connect with, you know, entrepreneurs all the time and, and get them to identify what their why is so that they have that inspiration come from within. Yeah. But mostly it starts off, it's always about everybody else. And I say, we've got to move it to you because if you make it about everybody else, you actually outsource your power. Yeah. And when it's about you, it gives you this, it, it allows you to connect with that deeper, you know, higher self so that then you have energy, then everything starts to flow. Um, and then you are, yeah, you're really on, on purpose in that space. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I think, Melanie, this is a beautiful way to wrap up our conversation today. Thank you so much for being here and just spreading some love on our show, some love, wisdom, and science, and spirituality, and just everything we talked about today. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. I'm so grateful, and and lots of love to everyone and all the listeners. And um, yeah, I'm giving them permission, permission to receive permission to start to learn to put themselves first and know how that will make a massive impact ripple effect on their family, their friends, um, and certainly the whole world. Oh, beautiful. Well, once again, to our listeners, this is Melanie Taylor. She is the Chief Energy Officer at Success on Purpose. You can learn more about her and her company at successonpurpose.net.au. With that said, thank you all so much for joining us and we will chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, 
you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.